When you stop and think about all that's going on today in the good old U.S. of A., you might just think that there are only two sides to every story. With over 327 million citizens, there are actually many more sides to our American story. On this program, I provide you with a different point of view, mine. This is The Truth Hurts, a program that hopefully will cause you to stop and actually think about the issues, the facts, and the general state of our American story. Are tax breaks and deductions for the so-called wealthy really such a bad thing? I was minding my own business last week, fueling up my truck, which was connected to my fifth-wheel toy hauler. I also opened up the back and decided to fill up the fuel tank of the motorcycles in the back. When the guy at the next pump, driving a Prius of course, decided that this was the day he was going to be a man and take a stand and be a social justice warrior. Okay, the little prick likely does this to everyone who doesn't fit his idea of a responsible American citizen, but I'll give the little jerk the benefit of the doubt and say that this was the day he tried to be a man. This is the Truth Hurts program. Here's your host, Steve Z. So this little person, who obviously had a really crappy childhood, was driving about a seven-year-old Prius, sitting at the gas pump next to the one where I was pumping fuel. He started out saying, You must be so proud driving around in that big polluting truck with your symbol of white privilege back there. I think he didn't actually expect that I would respond. I guess he was hoping he could assert his tiny little tidbit of testosterone by making his idiotic comment, and that I, filled with guilt and shame, would simply ignore him. He doesn't know me. Of course I responded. I looked him square in the eye and said, Yep, I sure am. I'm very proud of the fact that I've worked my entire life to purchase all of these nice things. This apparently didn't sit well with Myth Priath. He snapped back. That truck is part of the problem, you know, using up all of Mother Earth's precious resources. What does it get per gallon? Of course, I responded. I said, pulling this 40-foot recreational vehicle with motorcycles inside in the back gets about 11. But you do realize my Super Duty pickup is far more economical than that Prius, right? He said, no way. So I educated him. I advised him that the batteries alone in his Prius are very polluting, not only in their manufacturer and their use of chemicals, but that we currently have no environmentally friendly method of recycling or disposing of those batteries, and that there was far more plastic made from petrochemicals in his Prius than there were in my steel pickup truck. Then I told him, as far as using up Mother Earth's natural resources and polluting the air, that the new diesel technology was far better for the economy than in gasoline engines, and far more economical and ecological 
than engines made just 10 short years ago. Then I reminded him that there is more oil being discovered every day, enough to power a billion diesel trucks for a million years. This did not sit well with him at all. I also reminded him that his Prius had to be shipped on a diesel truck or by a diesel-powered train, and that the cell phone in his hand was made from plastics as well. So, as I expected, he responded in a childlike manner. Well, you keep on telling yourself that. I, of course, responded, you bet your ass I will. And I'll keep pulling this RV with this truck with these motorcycles until I get sick of them. Then I'll go home and I'll ride my side-by-side four-wheeler or I'll take my boat out into the lake. And when I grow tired of that, I'll go out and buy another and another and another while you cram your chunky butt into that little cracker box and putt-putt on down the highway knowing that you can only dream of and wish that you could have nice stuff like this. I earned this stuff, and I will utilize it as long as I am breathing. Well, that really pissed the little tick turd off. Then I reminded him that the RV, the truck, the boat, the motorcycle were all tax write-offs, and I thought his head was going to explode. That, my friends, was enough to make him turn Coca-Cola can red this perfect stranger who decided that I would be the target of his hate du jour. He started screaming about corporate tax policy and write-offs and corporate greed and welfare and that it was white corporate America that was killing all the minorities and I should hope that I'm happy with myself. All while he was cramming his chunky butt into his little Prius, he left in a huff. I'd like to say that he burned rubber and tore out of there, but we all know that a Prius doesn't have enough power to pull a sick whore off a greased toilet seat, so I'll just say he putt-putted away, angry at himself, at me, and the world. If you like our opinion, tell a friend. If you don't like our opinion, keep it to yourself. What in the holy hell is Steve talking about now? Which brings me to today's topic, corporate welfare and tax write-offs. So-called social justice warriors don't like it when you point out all the free stuff, the government handouts, and the so-called social programs like welfare, food stamps, SSI, WIC, Section 8 housing, and the host of other gimmies for low-income groups, minorities, and others labeled as underserved or less fortunate. Don't get me started on that phrase, underserved. Nobody should be served to begin with. You should earn a living, work for it. So being underserved is a term that doesn't sit well with me. I recently found myself in a conversation about corporate welfare and tax write-offs and similar topics. One of the people in the discussion asked me how anyone can justify a yacht or a Lamborghini or a $700,000 motorhome and then take a tax write-off for those items. How anyone could run a company and expect corporate welfare. Of course, my immediate thought process was to just say, well, how many of these things are out there compared to the millions of people living off the system, taking welfare and other freebies? How many Lamborghinis do you see out on the highway? but I decided to take the high road instead. 
Let's talk about it, I said. Of course, they had their ammunition ready, and I was blindsided by this bit of information they decided to bombard me with. The article they referenced was found at addictinginfo.com. It was dated April 10th, 2015. The title of the actual article was 10 Government Handouts That Prove Who the Biggest Takers Actually Are. It's an interesting read if you don't choose to hold a narrow-minded, one-sided, envy-based belief that rich people are evil, non-rich people are victims. The article, the basis of all this hate aimed at me during a conversation, discusses 10 government tax deductions that the so-called wealthiest of Americans can benefit from. Of course, the author and the people discussing this with me failed to understand, failed to acknowledge, failed to appreciate the fact that if it were not for the wealthy Americans who own and operate the very companies that these people work for, They wouldn't have the jobs they have, the houses or apartments in which they live, the furniture or the cars or the other things that they are able to own because of the jobs provided to them by the very wealthy people they despise. Sorry if you are offended. But the truth hurts. Here's your host, Steve Z. The first thing that was mentioned was, of course, the Lamborghini, or the yacht, or the $750,000 motorhome that some wealthy people actually own. They didn't steal it. They bought it. Now, you can't write off your 16-foot aluminum flatboat, right? Wrong. If you use that 16-foot aluminum flatboat for business purposes, say catching fish or shrimp or crabs, you can write it off on your taxes, along with maintenance, upkeep, insurance, fuel, bait, ice, business cards, envelopes. You can write it off. Just like a business owner with a yacht can either write off the boat as a second or third or fourth or fifth home, or as a mobile office, or as a meeting place. It's the law. Hell, if you don't like the law, run for Congress and change it. But think also about how many men and women design, engineer, build, clean, maintain, paint, and service that yacht, that Lamborghini, that motorhome. Think about how many people actually benefited by having a job related to that yacht or that motorhome or that car. For if that item did not exist, those people who built the tires, who built the frames, who painted, who put the interior together, those people wouldn't have a job related to that yacht or that motorhome or that car. So, When you educate people as to these facts, they hurry up and change the subject. Mortgage deductions. You can take mortgage interest as a tax write-off. Why shouldn't a millionaire be able to do the same? It's not fair. Bullshit. Come up with an idea. Mortgage your house, your car, your whatever. Go into debt. 
to produce your product. Pray that the product is well received by the public. Work those long sleepless days and nights. Live in your car. If, and it's a big if, you happen to get rich selling your product or providing your service and own your own business, you deserve the same types of break that everyone else gets. What about capital gains? Those who work for a living, not those who suck off the system constantly. Those who work have to pay income tax on their wages, right? Let's say you buy a small house in a crappy neighborhood. Let's say you got a hell of a deal on it. You got it for a really great price. Then, suddenly, people start buying other houses in that neighborhood and start fixing them up. Suddenly, your little investment increases in value. So you decide to sell it for a nice profit. That profit is called capital gains. You gained from the capital you sold. You're already paying income taxes on your work. So now the government thinks you should have to pay a large portion of the profit you made on that house to the government. So they can give it away to people who don't work, who do suck off the system. Here's another one for you. Gambling loss deductions. If a millionaire loses a million dollars at a casino, he can take a deduction of a pretty large chunk of that, as long as it doesn't exceed what he won during the year before. And that's part of the tax code, boys and girls, a tax code we've been trying to change for decades. Just like Granny, if she loses her welfare check at the roulette wheel, she can write it off. Don't hate, it works for both sides. Let's talk about so-called corporate welfare. Let's say you live in a town, a small city, and that city's been misrun and mismanaged for decades. And a company decides they want to build their new headquarters building there. And they've talked to 20 cities about moving there. And your city decides, I've got an idea. Let's offer a tax break incentive for having that company move here. Of course, people call that corporate welfare and they get pissed and they get angry and they riot and they protest. They pull out the, why can't Mr. Jones get a tax break on his little business? Well, children, to put it politely, if a large major corporation decides to move into your crappy little city, that business is more likely to hire a whole bunch of little people more than Mr. Jones would in his sandwich shop. And those people will now have nice jobs to pay for their new houses and cars and boats and little RVs of their own. And those people will pay sales taxes on those purchases and income taxes on the money they earn at their new job at that large company. Understand? It's really quite simple, even for a dumb person to realize. That is, when you're not whining about stuff simply for the sake of whining for stuff. says out loud exactly what you are thinking. Steve Z and the Truth Hurts program. Then one of the idiots decided to complain that corporate executives get food subsidies. You heard me. 
The twisted minds of the envious equate writing off a business lunch with food subsidies. They use the line, How can CEO Joe write off a $1,500 lunch with his clients and golfing buddies while complaining that Mrs. Welfare Mom just bought steaks with her food stamps? Again, the law allows it. If you want to change the law, go do so. The business deals made at those business lunches sometimes result in multi-million dollar windfalls for that little city we just discussed. Perhaps it was that $1,500 business lunch that gets written off, not in its entirety, but just a small portion of it on taxes as a business expense for that company that did expend money for that business and for that business lunch. And the windfall to that city might be a multi-billion dollar corporate headquarters located there. Of course, when you lose an argument, you change the subject. So they change the subject. What about charity? You, yes you, little person in America, not midgets, real little average American persons, you can write off the old sofa you donated or the clothing or the television or the Cuisinart blender. That's right. You can get a tax deduction for donating your stuff or your money to a charity. And that's perfectly legal. So why are you bitching because CEO Joe can write off his company's million dollar donation? CEO Joe could have easily kept that million dollars. Jealous renters complain that their landlords can write off the expenses related to their rental properties. Yep, that's a thing. They bitch when the porch light flickers, and then they bitch again when the landlord fixes it and gets a small tax break for the expense of fixing it. Hell, the bitchers even complain that the top earners in the U.S. only pay security taxes of up to $118,500 a year. Are you kidding me? It's very likely that the top wage earners will never see a single dime of their Social Security contributions. Not a dime. Social Security was designed to be a government-assisted contribution-based income source for people who put into the system, not for people who did not contribute. So if millionaire Bob is putting up $118,500 per year every year for 30 years, and he will never collect a dime out of that system, how can you bitch and complain? How is he the bad guy? Do you want him to just put all of his money into Social Security? Don't be a dumbass. Realize that if CEO Joe doesn't get the tax breaks for buying the Lambo or the yacht or the plane or the RV or for building the multi-billion dollar business, if he doesn't get those tax breaks, he might not buy the things he buys in America. If CEO Joe doesn't buy those things in America, then the people who build those things in America won't have a job any longer. If CEO Joe doesn't get a tax break to improve the business he owns, to expand, to build newer and better factories, then the workers don't get to benefit from those better systems or those nicer working conditions. When CEO Joe doesn't make more money, he doesn't invest more money. He doesn't donate to charity. He doesn't have to. 
He doesn't have to contribute to society. Remember, CEO Joe has enough money to simply shut it all down today. Put every single worker on furlough and go live the rest of his life in luxury in Australia. So don't be stupid. Don't bite the hand that feeds you while causing that hand to stop feeding you. Sorry, folks, but it's the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts. You're not going to like hearing this. After all, the truth hurts. And to the little putt-putt guy in the Prius, I'm sure right now you're sitting wherever it is you're sitting, fuming over the fact that you don't have the nice things that people who work for a living have managed to obtain by working, by paying taxes, and by supporting a system that rewards some people for sitting home and doing absolutely nothing. To you, I have this to say. Until you become a contributor to society, until you make an effort, until you put forth that which it takes to succeed, you will always be a whiny little complaining guy and you will always run away unhappy. Sometimes the truth hurts. And that's about all I have to say on this topic for now. Usually when all is said and done, much more is said than is ever done. But it is sometimes the doing that causes more harm than it does good. So go out and make a difference in the world. But whatever you do, make it a positive change, not a negative one. This is the Truth Hurts program, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>